go. You are listening to Only the Important Stuff, and I'm your host, Jeff Heinrich. It is Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all, to all these loyal listeners out here. Uh, yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Most importantly, happy Valentine's Day to my wife, to my mother, to my kids. Y'all, my Valentine's, love you, appreciate you more than you know. Uh, if for some reason you're listening to this and you did not realize it is Valentine's Day, oh boy, good luck. We got some work to do today. Uh, you're going to have to shuffle some things around, maybe get to a florist, go to a jewelry store, do what you've got to do. Because today of all days, it's it's the most important day of the year to tell somebody that you love them. And if you don't, you will forever be shamed. Just kidding. I think this holiday is stupid. Um I refuse to participate in it. Just kidding, I participate. But very loosely, very loosely. Uh, just because I don't want to know what would happen if I didn't. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a dumb holiday. We all know that. Everybody does. It's stupid. It's pointless. Anyways, uh, yeah, go get some flowers. Get something fun. Buy a dessert. Here's my pro tip for you. Uh, if you're ever struggling with what to do on Valentine's Day, write a letter. Write your spouse a card. Don't go buy one and then write something in it. Straight up, just grab a piece of paper, write them a letter. I do it every year. Uh, it's my, it's kind of my thing. Um, I think my wife appreciates it. I guess I don't know for sure. Um, but I just sit down, take some time, put some thoughts to paper, and you know, pour your heart out a little bit. All right, uh, it goes a long way. At least I think it does. I don't know. I've never asked her if she appreciates that. I probably should. Anyways, happy Valentine's Day. Best of luck. Buckle up if you're just hearing about this. If it's a day after and you forgot, ha, oh boy. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear how that all went. Um, yeah, super excited for today's episode. I know last week I said I was going to have my buddy Rocky on, and I was. It was definitely in the cards. I was planning on doing that. Um, I went out to visit him in Colorado for his 40th birthday party. You know, one of my best friends turning 40. Thankfully, his uh, ex-wife reached out, you know, kind of said, hey, I'm throwing a party. Would you be able to make it? And it's a tough get for me. And he and I have talked about this a lot, right? It's tough for me to kind of say, yeah, I'll be out there for your birthday. Let's go celebrate. Because um, it's also my wife's birthday the day after, right? That's a... Uh, it's a tough ask of anybody in that scenario, and he gets it. He understands it, but it was his 40th. My wife was like, you should absolutely go, you know, go celebrate with him. That only happens once. You know, we get it. Um, so I, I flew out there, flew out to Colorado, and was able to spend really <clears throat> kind of like a whirlwind 36 to maybe 40 hours with him um, and celebrating his birthday. And, you know, I, I took my stuff out and we talked about it. We were going to sit down and record. Rocky's been on this podcast a couple of times. You all know uh, one thing leads to another and you never sit down and have a conversation. You're just going, going, going. It's a million miles an hour. You know, we, I actually attended two of his baseball practices, had to teach some kids how to pitch or give them some tips, uh, went out to eat. We obviously partook and imbibed in adult beverages, had a good time, woke up Sunday, had to hit the road, get back to the airport, get home for the Super Bowl. So we never got the chance to really, you know, 
carve out an hour or two to to talk. But you know, one of the when I was there on the first night, um, we were we were at a bar, just him and I. We we went out to eat and. You know, we, we were kind of talking about this, and he's like, what do you want to talk about? And, you know, I kind of told him, I was like, well, you know, I just want to talk about you and turning 40 and how life is going and what you think of next. You know, like, what are you looking forward to next and so on and so forth. And as it always does with him and I, the conversation eventually uh, turned to our kids, right? You know, how are they doing? How are things going? And, you know, what's next and so on and so forth. And you know, I got to spend quite a bit of time with his youngest son because that was the kids' baseball practice that I was at, um, and he was able to attend. You know, the top golf, the the dinners, and and everything. Um, but his one of his other ki- his other child, Bear, um, he wasn't feeling well, so he wasn't able to make it. And I think, like a lot of parents, a lot of our conversations revolve around our firstborn. Um, and I don't. I think that for him and I, it's probably because that's our first trip through, right? It was our first time into the fire, right, with being a father. And I know I personally, like, think about a lot, like, did I do that right? Am I handling this situation right? And so on and so forth. And so we were just talking about Bear and how how excited he's excited to kind of, like, you know, get his license and you know he's he's pining for his independence and rocky you know dropped a line on me that hit me like a ton of bricks and he's he's like i'm fighting for time with him now and it hit me so hard and right between the eyes because his son's 14 his son is four years older than mine And it's something I talk about a lot uh, to people. I don't know if I've ever really like gone into it on this podcast. The concept that time is our most important asset. I think we all know that. Um, I think we're all very well aware that it's it's the most important asset and really the only asset that you have that matters. Right. You know, there's there's a thousand cliches and a thousand sayings surrounding it, you know, on your deathbed, you don't wish for more money, you wish for more time. Right. And that's a very appropriate way to look at it. Um, but I've 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 thought about that, you know, honestly, probably more so than anything than after my dad got sick and passed away, and then after I got sick and my brother got sick. Is just this realization that time is finite, right? I talked about it with uh, uh, Ryan, who was on a couple weeks ago. And we all know we're going to die, but I think we have this like defense mechanism built into us that blocks that from our point of view on everything. Because you know, if you walked around all day thinking, "Oh my God, I'm going to die, I'm going to die." That, that wouldn't be a very fun way to live, and you probably wouldn't live very well. You'd be worried constantly, right? Um, but I bring it to the front of my mind, not that I'm going to die, but just that time is precious and that it is limited, and it's our most precious asset, resource, whatever you want to call it, right? 
And everything that you do is a trade-off for your time because it's your time, right? We, we all have a job. We work for a living. We are trading our time for that profession or business or company, whatever trade, whatever you're doing for some money in return, right? And you're determining, you know, it's a conversation with you and your bosses on what you think that time is worth. You give them, you know, your time and your effort. They give you money in return. It's not open-ended, right? You do 40 hours a week. That's how much I'm going to work. Or maybe if you really love your job and you're really passionate, you're putting in 50, maybe 60 if you're a diehard or a tryhard. All right? And they give you money in return. That's your trade-off. Some people don't mow their lawn. They'd rather pay somebody because they would like to have that time back, right? And it's something, so anyway, so, so time is this thing that I am very cognizant of and protective of. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to throw it away. And I don't want to not be aware of it and let it slip by. And when Rocky said that, you know, that he's fighting for time with his kid now because he knows it's coming where his kid is going to have more independence and more freedom than he ever thought possible. Man, it just, it smacked me in the back of the head again and just made me kind of like wake up and realize how important that is in our life. And I heard of this concept, uh, another way to look at this uh, on a podcast, uh, it was called the Tim Ferriss Show. And he was kind of like one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. I think he's one of the OGs along with Joe Rogan. Obviously, Joe Rogan has kind of blown up. But those are the first two, like, in my opinion, uh, really big podcasters out there. If you go and look up the Tim Ferriss show, he's got like 400 and some odd plus episodes. And he's only doing one a week, right? He's not Rogan where he's doing five a week. He's So he's been at this a long time. Well, well before most others have, he's introduced the world to a lot of people who have their own successful podcasts now. Uh, and he's written a ton of good books and he's had a ton of interesting people on anyways, I'm getting sidetracked here. Sorry about that. Uh, he had a guy on, uh, he was an investor. His name was Graham Duncan. And he introduced this concept surrounding time of being a time billionaire. Right. Uh, and really the way it breaks down, right, is, and, and, and so billionaire in that a second, right, a billion seconds makes you a billionaire, right? So one million seconds is 11 days. A billion seconds is slightly over 31 years, right? And so he had this quote, and it says, a million seconds is 11 days, a billion seconds is slightly over 31 years, and I feel like in our culture, we're so obsessed as a culture with money. And we deify dollar billionaires in a certain way. And I was thinking of time billionaires that when I see sometimes 20-year-olds, the thought I had was that they probably have 2 billion seconds left in their life. Assuming they live till they're 80-ish, right? But they don't relate to themselves as time billionaires. Right. And the central point of that ultimately, right, 
is that time is your most precious asset, right? By the time you're 50, assuming you live to 80, you got about a billion seconds left in your life. Unfortunately, like for someone like my father, less than. For some, a lot of the people who have been on this, you don't have that, right? It's not guaranteed that you're going to live that long, right? And it's not that you can't screw around and have fun and waste some time, right? Like we all waste some money here and there. You can waste some time and do some stupid things and, you know, throw it away on an ex vegging on the couch, right? I think we would all say that's probably a waste of time or scrolling your phone, but don't get sucked into it, right? Try to focus more of it on the things that are important to you, right? Focus them on your friendships, your relationships, your family, the things you love, whatever they may be, right? I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. I just know that for me, it's my family, my friends, and my relationships with them, right? And I said it at my brother's wedding, right? The central thesis of my best man speech was you got to fight, right? Fight for each other, fight for each other's beliefs, and sometimes you just got to fight with each other because that's kind of fun, right? You also got to fight for your time, right? Don't give it up so easily. If you're in a job you don't like or you feel underpaid, bust your ass to find a new one, all right? Don't sit around wasting your time at a company that doesn't appreciate you or you feel undervalued. Fight for more time with your family. It's a mad race. And it is. It is a race. The clock starts and there is an end when your children are born to when they leave for college. It's 18 years. right? And I've seen studies that show the amount of time kids spend with their parents drops off dramatically after they turn 18 years. After they turn 18 years old. It's a couple weeks a year versus every day, right, for 18 years. So realistically, after they turn 18, for the rest of your life, you're going to maybe see them as much as you did in one year of that previous year. That's a wild thing to think about. Especially if they move away. If they don't live in the same town you do, it might be even less. And that is a hard thing. to It's a hard pill to swallow, right? So while you're in this mad race of having your children and raising them and wondering when is this terrible two phase going to end or when are they going to get out of this you know hormone raging teenage monster stage I don't know we've all been in those stages as parents where you're just like oh they are very difficult right now remember 
that when they're 18, they're gone, right? So try to laugh at those moments. Obviously, you still got to be a parent. You still got to you still got to do your job to raise a good adult. But try to find some joy in all of that and remember those things. Right? And so like for what for what we do is we I fight hard to keep my kids closer to home. I'm already starting to see signs of independence from them. When we give them a little bit of a leash, they run with it, right? Uh, like my wife and I had to have a conversation with Jackson this summer. You know, we, we started to let him go kind of like around the corner, <laughs> which is kind of wild, right? Like he's always kind of been in eyesight of the house and we kind of let, started to let him go around the corner to one of his buddy's houses. And when you're young and, oh man, you know, I'm out of mom and dad's purview and out of their surveillance window, whatever you want to call it, right? You find freedom in that. Oh, it's cool, man. Like nobody's going to tell me, you know, if they offer me a soda, I can just, I can say yes. I don't have to turn to mom and dad, right? Uh, and, I, and he liked it and he started to go to that kid's house every single day. That kid never played at our house, right? And so we had to have a conversation with him like, look, son, we get it. He's your buddy. We want you to be friends with him, but I need you around here a little bit more, right? Like I, I don't want you to now at this age be gone all the time. That's way too freaking soon for your mother and I. And it is, right? Like, you know, sometimes we tell him like, hey, hang out at home. Let's just, we're going to do, you know, that they're at the age where they want to do sleepovers with people all the time, right? If we, if somebody asked, they would, they would have a sleepover at someone's house every single night, right? Every weekend night. And sometimes we just, we tell them, no, like, no, no, we're going to hang out at home. We're going to have game night. You know, we're going to play old maid ticket to rides, categories, whatever. We all grab a game and we sit around the table and we play for two hours. Jocelyn gets pissed and she loses. Jack starts throwing games if he wins too much. Mom always wins because that's what she always wants to do. She always wins. Uh, and I kind of sit there and throw games because I don't care if I win. I just like have seeing my kids have fun. Um, and so we, we fight for those moments because we don't want to lose them. And I kind of want them to want to be around more, you know, especially hearing that from my buddy Rocky, like hearing him say, I have to fight for my kids time now. It's wild. It's a wild concept to hear one of your friends say, and I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful that, you know, what my wife and I are doing in trying to create memories with them as often as we can even when they're small and little you know i i hope that that they truly enjoy them you know and that they value being with us and they like being with us and i think they do i really do i think they enjoy them they don't want to hear it in the moment that they can't go stay at you know billy or bobby or whoever's house I get it. I get it. In the moment, that's a, oh, man, come on, Mom and Dad. You guys are being no fun. Well, hopefully they they recognize that when they're older, that 
That was just us trying to spend time with them, you know. We also kind of had, my wife and I also kind of had a moment this year where we had planned a vacation and the plane tickets were astronomical. Like a level that I've never had to pay for a plane ticket. And we were going to cancel the vacation. We really were, were. I left it. I turned to Jen and I was like, you know, your call. And she's like, I just can't justify it. And I went to work that day and came home and I just told her, I said, look, you know, fuck it. We'll make more money. You know, we're not going to retire off of the cost of these plane tickets. I get it. It seems like an insane price to pay. But what the fuck are we working for? You know, like this is going to be a great vacation. Let's just go take it, man. You know, we, we can't take the money with us. We're going to die one day. Let's give these kids an incredible experience. Let's go have fun with them. Do this crazy vacation. And then make more money some other time. You know, like it's, I'd rather have those memories of that vacation than a couple extra thousand bucks. You know, and I, and I get it. We're not, not everybody is at a point where they can seemingly feel like maybe they're throwing something away like that. And I'm not advocating to throwing money away. I'm just, I traded my time for that money. And now I'm going to use that money to create memories, right? No matter the cost, you know, and I, I, I hope if I'm broke in my seventies or eighties, whenever the money runs out, I hope my kids, uh, you know, remember that shit and, and choose to take care of us. Um, so that mom and dad don't have to sleep under a bridge. All right. But it, that, I think those are the things that are going to matter when we're all older you know, being able to look back on those vacations, those experiences that we carved out for our family with the time and the time that we traded off for it. Because we're buying time with just them in a place that is just going to be us and, and we're going to have a lifetime of memories from it. So needless to say, this was a solo podcast. <laughs> Rocky and I never got a chance to sit down. Um, and as I mentioned a couple couple weeks back, maybe a month ago, you know, it's the art of practicing, right? I'm practicing the podcast and trying to get a little bit better at it every day. Uh, I apologize if that was a little rambly. Um, but it's something I think about a lot. And... I hope when you have those moments of, oh my gosh, am I going to have enough time to get to X, Y, and Z and drop them off to here and there and do all of this. Fight for some of those moments back, right? Fight for some memories out of them, right? Take some joy in that and and knowing that you're, you're taking your kid to a, a sporting event that, yeah, maybe it feels like you're just shuttling them around, but you know, you're helping them live their life and, and they're going to create memories through that. And, you know, listen to them talking to their friends in the back or whatever it is, right? And and just chuckle to yourself. And at the end of the day, you know, I get it. We're all going to waste some time. 
in our life. We all will. I, I, I still do it. And I will do it probably till the day I die. I'll waste some time sometimes. But fight for more of the intentional time in your life that you're focusing on the things that matter to you, whatever they may be. Yeah, whatever they may be. And recognize that you're already rich. You're a billionaire. You have time to chase whatever dream you want to chase. Chase whatever passion you want to chase. And go after it. Just use your time wisely. Whether it's with your family, your friends, whatever it is you're into, chasing a goal, chasing a dream, do it. You've got plenty of time left. It's never too late to start. All right, y'all. I love you. Thank you all so much for listening to this, for listening to Only the Important Stuff. Please continue to reach out if anything ever resonates with you. Um, be a friend. Share it with somebody if you think that, you know, hey, they could use whatever is being said in whatever episode that you may have listened to. It means a lot to me. Um, looking forward to continuing to do this. Have some more exciting guests coming up, some re- some recurring, some repeating. Uh, if you if you're not aware, somebody won a Super Bowl this year, and uh, it's their annual victory parade, so they'll be on again soon. That'll be fun. Can't wait to hear that. Cannot wait to hear that. Yeah, everybody have a great week. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Say I love you to those that matter to you. Pick up a friend. Call. Pick up a phone. Call a friend. Phone a friend. Do your thing. And until next time, be easy.